West Brom run riot, Willock upset Spurs, and Arsenal got slapped. This is the It's Football Day podcast, episode number 27. Let's have some fun. Right, so it's been a bit of an up and down week for us. Ryan's coming off not maybe the not the best of weeks. Lewis, well, I just spoke about myself in the third person like an idiot, but myself, uh, yeah, it's been all right. We got a draw. So we will go on to the football, obviously. That's what this is bloody about. It's a football podcast. Um, I don't want to start with the Chelsea game because I don't. I want to. I want to work well, we my might way as well into and then get out, We'll get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll start with the Chelsea game. This wasn't involved in our Super Six, but it's probably the biggest uh, result of the weekend because it was probably the most shocking. Mm. So yeah, Chelsea lost five two to West Brom. Got absolutely slapped by West Brom. Um, weird game. I thought we were very flat, very boring to watch at the start. We didn't really look that threatening, to be honest. Um, Managed to go one nil up off the free kick coming off the post and Pulisic putting it away, and then yeah, Thiago Silva. I mean, I'm I think it was all Jorginho's fault because he gave the ball away both times, which led Thiago Silva to basically make both tackles, get two yellow cards, and um, yeah, then we then we lose him, and then from there we just absolutely capitulated. But I want to give full credit to West Brom because they played amazingly, like. You'd, you'd think one nil up, ten men, you sit behind the ball, control, try and control the game. We've got the talent out there to get another goal, which we did. Um, however, we didn't quite get five. I thought West Brom's play was brilliant. I thought the goals from them were incredible. And I never want to see them in the Premier League ever <laughs> again. Especially, well, yeah, is... I don't want to see Robinson's face anywhere because he just, he just, it's him and McGoldrick. If you can you imagine him and McGoldrick in the same team against us. Well, they were last year, wasn't they? Were they? Well, they were both played. Didn't Callum Robinson used to play for Sheffield United last year? I'd never heard of him till this season, but I think he had I'm scored pre- once before against us. But either way, every time the guy plays against us, he scores, and he scored two brilliant goals. Yeah, and he was a sub off the bench. I know. I saw. I literally, when the teams came out, I thought I saw him on the bench. I was like, good, good, <laughs> best place for him, please. And then, um, yeah, obviously, you know, Pereira decides to have an absolute stormer of a game. Um, some great goals. Um, yeah, bit of a humbling game of it, I think, because we'd been on such a good run and it was always going to come to an end. But I did not see this happening. I thought this was an easy and a must, a must-win game. I think everyone saw it as an easy game, and yeah, Thiago Silva just clearly doesn't like playing against West Brom because he was probably the reason for the three-all draw earlier in the season when they went three 0 up against you. Uh, luckily, you were able to come back that one, but this time he did go the full way and get sent off, so it was mm. really hard to come back from that. Um, my favourite goal out of all of it was Sam Johnston's assist to—I don't know how to pronounce his name because it's not Dean Garner because that's the left wing. Is it like Diangna? Uh, I know, yeah, I don't know. You yeah. it either, um, but I know you mean. Yeah, yeah, but he scored a couple of goals for them now um, since joining in January, and he's he's looked really good. And obviously, he was brought in to try and keep them up. He's probably not going to be able to. They do look a bit quite far off the pace still. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he looks like a very good player, and he's scoring goals in the Premier League, which is not an easy feat. So fair play to him. But that the Route One football, Sam Johnston boots it up for us, Edison like. And it just like just literally your your team parted like the Red Sea, went straight down the middle, onto Dianya, however you say it, and then slots it home. It was oh no, chipped it. Did he chip him? 
Yeah, he'd like put it. He just put it. He just placed it over him, sort of thing. Was it Mendy and goal as well? Yeah, it was Mendy and yeah. goal. But like for the rest of the game, um, every time they had the ball went forward, West Brom, they just looked lethal. And I can't remember who scored the. I think it was Diangana who got, or however you say his name, um, who got the other goal down the other end in the second half. And the it was like back and forth. It was like prime Brazil. I mean, they were in the colours. And so wasn't um, it Robinson two goals? Pereira. I think you're on. A, a I think goal. Pereira scored the goal that you were on about. Was it? Yeah, I oh, think it was. My bad. And yeah. then uh, Diagna got a goal at one point, and then there's a fifth that I can't think of his name. Uh, Pereira got two. Robinson got oh, two. Then Diagna got and then, one. Oh, oh right, my bad. Yeah. I didn't know if Pereira got the second. But yeah, all the goals were great goals. Um, but I, I'd say oh, whatever his name is, his goal was for me the <laughs> the, the standout one because it was just like brilliant football and it didn't even look like he hit he hit it with much power you just place it perfectly in the bottom corner and I'm sitting there and at that point we're getting absolutely battered there's no hope so I just start appreciating great football from West Brom yeah. can't believe the scoreline um, but yeah we um, obviously played last night in the Champions League our first leg um, but we'll uh, we'll get on to that later so we will move on to our Super 6 now and we'll start off with the first game of it. Obviously, that game was the first game of the weekend on the Saturday morning uh, or the Saturday lunchtime kickoff. And then our first game of Super 6 was the Saturday evening, uh, 5.30. Leicester versus Man City. Knew it was going to be a good game and it didn't disappoint in my eyes. It was a great night of football Saturday night with the next game we'll talk about in a moment. But yeah, first of all, Man City winning 2-0 against Leicester. Yeah, no, really good result for Man City. It was a bit of a KGFL. I thought Iheanacho might have, you know, maybe stepped up or Vardy to um, get Leicester on the uh, on the score sheet. But they always felt like the goal was coming eventually for Man City. They are one of the easily one of the best teams in the world. Um, I predicted this to be two one, so not quite the final score, but I did manage to pick up two points. Yeah, nice. I think I backed a draw in the end, didn't I? So. I got that wrong. No, uh, oh no, I backed two one as well, so I did get two points for this one. Okay, but good. yeah, it was Benjamin Mendy got a good goal as well. It was a lovely Great strike, goal. brilliant and, finish. And it's something that we haven't really seen from him because Shin, 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 oh, Zinchenko has kind of kept him out of the team. Um, obviously, Benjamin Mendy signed from Monaco a couple of years ago and was a really good, promising player. Maybe he didn't live up to the hype, but he did get a really bad injury, but. He's mm. he's kind of like the funny man of the team, and you love having him around. But to see him do well and score a great goal like that, it was it was nice. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, the next game after the uh, Leicester Man City on the Saturday, Saturday was a great day of football, um, especially if you're a neutral. Um, Arsenal hosting Liverpool. I got this one completely wrong. I thought Arsenal not in the best of form, but they're you know they're picking up some results they've picked off from when they're really down in the dumps, and then Liverpool's form at the moment, at the time horrific so I thought you know this would be a close a close encounter but I think Arsenal would win it 2-1 this one ended 3-0 Liverpool yeah I backed a 1-0 I thought it would kind of be end-to-end game but no one really gets the breakthrough but I was massively wrong and Trent Alexander-Arnold really stepped up after being left out of the England squad maybe that has spurned him on that Gareth Southgate wanted it to do it wanted him to be look I didn't make the team I need to fight and get back in the team that's exactly what he did he had a great game obviously Hindsight's a beautiful thing when you look at what happened against Real Madrid the other night, but it is Real Madrid and defensively still doesn't look the best compared to what we have got in the team. Um, but attacking-wise, he ran Arsenal absolute... Yeah, he slapped him about on mm-hmm. that right-hand side. You could really see how much it meant to him when uh, Jota scored 
from uh, from mm. his cross. He was he was absolutely buzzing over the moon, and yeah, it was a big talking point that Southgate didn't include him in the England team. But I do, I kind of agree with it. I don't know. I think it was I, I, it was needed. I agree with why he done it because you know he is out of form. Liverpool out. What was it? Out of their last eight home games, had lost six of them. Mm. Like that's. That's a mad stat for someone like Liverpool that did you didn't lose there they didn't lose there for three years so mm. to lose six of your last eight is is mad and his form has dipped and you know you want to build confidence you want to make sure that if this form continues and he doesn't play well you want to make sure that you've got players like Reese James and Carl Walker um, Kieran Trippier in the wings ready to come into the team because he can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. So I completely understand why he did. Hopefully, he does get back to his best because he is a real asset. But you definitely need someone to is going to cover his defensive duties like Jordan Henderson. That's what they did. That's what Jordan Henderson offers you when he's in the team. Robertson and Alexander Arnold can run up, and they don't need to worry because they will have him sitting back and you know covering their positions. Yeah, um, no, definitely, definitely. Well, should we go on to um, the next game? Your boys hosting Spurs. Yeah, so I was a, uh, I I thought Spurs would walk away with this three-one. Mm. Um, I generally thought that we would get absolutely spanked on a home turf like we always do. But I was actually I really enjoyed this game, and yeah. I think we played really well. And I'm actually coming off of it quite relatively happy. It's a draw. It's not three points, which we desperately need right now. But I'll take a point over no, uh, like no points. Um, it's good to see Joel Linton get on the score sheet, but he he still missed like three or four clear-cut chances that he should have put away. Dwight Gow should have put two away. That Lloris, yeah, definitely made a great save, but yeah. striker like Dwight Gow, if that's championship game, that's going in. Like, mm. But, um, you know, classic lack of concentration. We go 1-0 up and then 90 seconds later, we concede 1-0 and then four minutes later, Harry Kane gets a second and it's just like, oh, that was short-lived. That but then, was good. You know, second half comes about and we really, really wanted it. And you could tell that and it was good to see. Um, and then Joe Willock, Arsenal fan, player, nets against them in the 86th minute. And, you know, we, we bag a draw and it's a very big point for us. We definitely needed it. Fulham have got a really bad running compared to us. Um, we've still got a tough running, but there's just a lot worse. Mm. So... I'm glad we got a point there, but realistically, we need three this weekend. Um, yeah. And it helped that Fulham and Brighton both lost on the weekend, just gone. Mm. So, no. you know, that point takes us further away from Fulham and a bit closer to Brighton. No, nice. Yeah, I think, when well, I watched back the highlights and didn't watch the uh, entire game at Newcastle. Definitely the better of the two teams. Um, I'd say unlucky to honestly not walk away with the result. Mourinho fuming um, at his team, as usual. Um it's just oh, still a weird one for me that he is the manager of, of Tottenham Hotspur, Jose Mourinho. It's quite a damning quote what he said as well. So obviously, for anyone that hasn't seen it, he was asked. Um, it's quite unlike you to have um, like what was it? it? Was like it's quite unlike a Jose Mourinho team to be in front and then concede so many goals. Like mm. it's not like you. And he's just like same coach, different players. So he's blaming Great it on line. the players. He's passing the buck. Great um, and you know, as a player, you pro- I mean, I've never been a professional football player, <laughs> but I can't imagine it's nice to hear when your manager's openly saying that you're probably the the reason that we're conceding so many goals. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't think he will be given another season. Do you, you know think what? He'll I go? could, 
I think, yeah, I think he'll go. And do you know, I could genuinely see, like, that, and if not, they should be fighting for him. Brendan Rodgers. Uh, Tottenham is a downgrade. I, I don't think it is really because Leicester, yeah, they, you know, they're doing really well this season, and that is down to him. But when you look at the resources Tottenham have and the players Tottenham have, if they do keep Kane, Son, and like Lucas Moura, oh, Deli Ali, stuff like that, I think they're, their days are limited. They're going to be. Do you think they're, gonna they're gonna gonna be going to be straight after this season? They will all go. I can see it. What's the point at Tottenham? It's just every this every season. It's the exact same. You've got a lovely stadium, great facilities. You're probably on a lot of money living in London, but you don't win anything ever. Yeah. What is the well, point? They could still win the League Cup this year. Oh, then and you just know they're not gonna. <laughs> no, well, uh, luckily there will be fans back at this. So, and yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, the only fans that are allowed are local fans. So obviously that benefits Tottenham massively because oh. they're London based. Wembley's in London. Man City probably not got a lot of, well, Man City don't really have a lot of fans anyway. They don't even sell out the stadium. <laughs> but uh, yeah, realistically, it's probably going to benefit Tottenham. So who knows? You generally don't know what could happen. Nah, they'll still lose anyway. It's Tottenham. <laughs> Um, well, another game that was on at the weekend, obviously um, Manchester United at home to Brighton. Um, United didn't make this one easy for themselves and yeah Brighton going 1-0 up old Danny Welbs rocking up at Old Trafford scoring again celebrating as he does uh, I'll always remember his goal in the FA Cup for Arsenal um, at Old Trafford when he I think he poked it past the head and smashed it in and I just remember the Arsenal fans like the noise that came from the away end on the TV was crazy <laughs> and he was loving it um, yeah, but he put um, Brighton one up, and then Manchester United do Manchester United and score late on on the comeback to uh, to win the game. Yeah, and you know Mason Greenwood with a header. I looked very good in that game. To be fair, he had quite a lot of good chances, and you know he did get a header. It was it was a header towards the end, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, and who who scored there first? I'm trying to think. I genuinely can't remember who scored the first. I've goal. slept since then. Rashford. Yes, it was. It was. It was Rashford. Bruno <laughs> Bruno passed it to Rashford, got absolutely That's cleaned it. out, and then Rashford finished it well. That's it, yeah. But, um, you know, it benefits me massively, like I said, down the bottom of the league. It's really hotting up. Like I'm very, very bloody nervous uh, <laughs> with that table because, you know, I think we're three point or like two points away from Brighton and three points clear of Fulham. So... Mm. And we play Burnley this weekend, who are just above Brighton. So, yeah, oh, we're nice free, little yeah, relegation battle going on this it, season. It really is. But we're we're in a actually, a decent bit of form. We've had three draws in our past five or four Jeez. draws in our past five games. Is that form? I don't know. It was, <laughs> it's for Newcastle, yeah. But yeah, considering if you look at Fulham, they've lost four of their last five. Oh yeah. Which is a bit baffling considering we say, oh, Fulham look a lot better than Newcastle. Whereas we are drawing games. Admittedly, we're drawing one alls with Aston Villa, games we probably should be trying to win. Mm. And, one and you know, like, not going too well. But we've got Burnley this weekend. I'm bloody hoping we can do something. Big game. Um, we'll, it's a big, big game. We'll talk more about Burnley in a second because they didn't have the best of weekends just gone as well. But the final two games of the Super 6 was Monday Night Football. Um, you're buzzing about one of their games, but we'll start on about Crystal Palace versus Everton. Uh, Everton at home, you know, we both fall. What do we say? Don't go well for Everton at home 
it never does not goes go well. well for Everton at home. And it didn't. Last minute, or very close to last minute, Crystal Palace get an equaliser, Michi, and it's 1-0. Michi Batshuayi, the Chelsea legend. <laughs> <laughs> Is he on loan, or did you sell him? Who knows? <laughs> Genuinely, so I do not alone, know. I'm pretty sure it's a loan. But, um, yeah, no, good, uh, good on him. Because Everton are still... I wouldn't say challenging for top four, but they're there. They're around there. They're close. They're in the mucks like the Chelsea-Tottenham sort of bracket. Um, but yeah, no, 1-1 here. More points dropped at home for Everton. Uh, when will they learn? And, yeah, when, um, and with Everton, uh, so with Everton, Spurs and Chelsea all dropping points, mm-hmm. what's the one thing you don't want to see? West Ham beating Wolves 3-2. Oh, mate. What a result. Three Jesse two. Lingard absolutely channeling oh, Dimitar Berbatov. I'm not even joking. West Ham are the best team. I say this too often. They're the best team <laughs> in the world, mate. <laughs> they can play anyone off the park. Je- Jesse Lingard, Declan Rice, Blooming Suchek. They're just all. They're sh- they're just absolute solid team. Well, they've done this one without Declan Rice because he's out. Well, for yeah, month, he was he? watching from home, but even still, like. I think hopefully he's uh, not out for too long, only regarding the Euros. For West Ham, he can be out for as long as he bloody wants. <laughs> but Lingard just getting the ball going through the whole team. But the bloody he pulls out a Berber spin. It was it was mad. I just he's mocking it. Absolutely loving his life in West Ham. They definitely want to be trying to make that permanent. Obviously, it's more oh, of a question. Wait, as, uh, it's, it's sort of a lose 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 that. Well, a win and a loss sort of thing. Because the better he plays the more it's going to cost him and the less likely that it is. Because I can, at this rate, see Lingard getting back into the United team. That's exactly they've what got the say. flair it's kind of Bruno, but easily could put Lingard into the team as well. Maybe out yeah, on the right or something. And that's what I was going to say. Like For Man United, it's more of a question. It's like, we got to try and fit him in our team now. Because... Yeah, you can see him having like board boardroom meetings being like, shit, this guy's quite good. <laughs> why have we let him go on loan why, why are we not playing him um, but yeah you predicted this one bang on 3-2 big prediction um, it's because West Ham can't defend they went 3-0 up and then they struggled like yeah. they nearly done it obviously they've done it against Arsenal went 3-0 up mm-hmm. and they they have done that quite a few times where they've they've put got themselves a nice nice cushioned lead and they blow it a little bit but luckily they didn't fully blow it out of the water um i think my favorite part of monday night football was jamie carragher and gary neville like i want to oh, be friends with so them good they're so good like i just want to go down the pub with them and just have a laugh because they are the funniest people they just bounce sports off each other. and um i see they had like a 35 minute rant about the england selection the england team yeah. being selected unbelievable viewing if you haven't watched it go watch it it's incredible um but yeah like they're even like filming on instagram live in the car park like going back to the car so, like the disagreements just oh them two are just they're just meant for each other yeah it's a match made in heaven but we love to see them two like just talking trash about each other like still one of my favorite ever favorite ever quotes from them is when he goes uh was it with a with a uh, wing back you're either a failed centre back or a failed forward no one wakes mm. up and wants to be a Gary Neville like, yeah. it just makes me creep makes me laugh so much he's very but, um, accurate he's very accurate but I, I love them too Monday Night Football is always a classic when they're around so I hope they you know keep it up because they're absolutely smashing it but someone who didn't smash it too much I only got 6 points this week for Super 6 got Leicester Man City result right 
Um, Man United, Brighton and Wolves, West Ham. The others I got completely wrong. Mm, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I got those three games correct as well. The rest wrong, but I did get one full correct score, which was West Ham to win at Wolves 3-2, which I'm very happy about. So I got nine points for this week. Kirsty, can't complain about that one, well mate. You've mm. now overtaken me. Have I? Yeah. You're joking. Two points ahead. Oh, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Right at the end of the season, up. I need to pull out a lead. Well, this is the only thing I've got going for me because you're smashing me in FPL, so please stop. Oh, FPL weren't great, but um, I'm sure we'll come to that now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the all-important FPL. This week, oh, I don't know about you, but it wasn't the strongest week. I ended up coming out with, uh, I think it was 50, just a 51 points. I don't think many people had too, uh, too great a weekend. It looked all very sort of close in in and amongst the league there was the odd standout but there always is isn't there when it's like a like a low performance there'll always be someone who picks up like 75 or something but um yeah so for this week 51 points and an average week of 46 so above average which is all right but yeah i think i missed out because i decided to captain bruno at home to brighton and i should have stuck with uh kane away to newcastle yeah i was lucky enough to uh back kane as my captain so I got 56 points, so I beat you in that regard. Nice. But again, still only minimal points. Watkins got me some points, Bruno Fernandes. But other than that, I've just got ones dotted around the gaff. Purely it was those 26 points from um, 26 points from Kane, really, that mm. kind of saved me. I yeah. did go up uh, in the league. I was eight. I'm now back in seven. Oh, nice. Um, but, you know, I'm, not f- I'm only 10 points behind uh, sixth as well. So, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm just so far off you now. Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm just under 200 points behind. And the thing is, is we've got this pretty much the same players in our team. That's what happens. You need to get out early. And then, because by this time of the season, everyone's got the same players. Mm-hmm. And there's only going to be one standout player that's probably going to change that for you. Yeah, um, definitely. And I just, I, I'm not going to have that anytime soon. So I've admitted defeat uh, in terms of getting beaten by you. All I can hope is that, you know, my boy Jake, my old schoolmate Jake can, you know, Beat you, so we have to we have to share the share the prize and have to buy him a kit rather than I buy you a shirt. No chance. Come on. <laughs> but the manager of the week this week was my junior housemate Dan Jeff, seventy six points. Uh, surely have surely had Alexander Arnold because he could bang the points. No, so he had Kane as well. Lingard obviously bench boost. Uh, Diaz, Mount Fernandez. Did he? Yeah, but he bench boost, but he got four points. For hey, a bench, bench boost. boost for and four that, points. No, so he got four points for his bench boost. Goalkeeper. He had Stones, Strike, and Gundogan all got zero points. Yeah, because they don't bloody play. <laughs> I've still got my bench boost to play, and I, I just don't know when I'm going to do it. Do it on the last day or something. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. See if I can get as high as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's FPL. For me, I'm probably going to have to take out Antonio this week because he did go off. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who I'm going to put in. I'm going to try and put in someone like... Jota. Do you think? I've put Jota in. That's my transfer. I've got rid of Gundogan because I think Pep's going to use him for the Champions League a bit more. Uh, should they qualify against um, Dortmund in the next round? And yeah, I just think Jota, Bagsman. Yeah. Fair play. I just need a striker. I don't know who. I don't even know who fucking scores at the moment. Get you in that show or something. That's a shout, to be fair. Mm. 
Because let's say some nice form. fixtures coming up. Yeah, they play us. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a hat trick waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that sums up FPL. Not the strongest week, but um, hopefully this weekend should be a load of points coming our way. Right, so just before we go and talk about the Champions League, there's one more game that I think deserves a bit of credit from the weekend we've just watched. Southampton coming da- coming back from 2-0 down against Burnley to win 3-2. Great character from them, especially considering the massive downward spiral they've been on recently. Mm. Um, they've been really shocking. Um, but James Ward-Prowse, you know, putting in performance for England and, you know, he's put it back to his club and he's done really well in this game. Danny Ings got a goal. Shea Adams got a goal. So... You know, the boys are back in town. Hopefully, they're going to carry on this form. And, you know, I was loving life because I really needed Burnley to lose. <laughs> yeah, do you reckon Burnley, Burnley were another contender to be in the drop? I don't know. They are... How far away from... How far away from them are they? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. So, okay, yeah. So, they're four points away from us. Mm-hmm. One point ahead of Brighton. And from the drop zone, they're currently seven points away from okay. Fulham. So... There's every chance that, yeah, they could very well mm. be on the chopping block. But oh, the, the maddest block. thing is only two points ahead of them is Wolves. And we saw how great they were last year. Oh, my God, They're really? they 14th, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I saw, I, I knew that, but I didn't know they were that that far down. But um, no, fair play to Southampton. The thing is, I saw that out of our remaining, what, eight games, we realistically probably only need to win three of them get nine more points because that was what the safe point was last year out of our eight games we only need to win three more mm-hmm. but that's going to be such a mean feat when we don't score like so yeah. our running we've got Burnley I'm Newcastle because I'm like this is going to be as close to the relegation battle I get to is going to be through you yeah so, this is it well hopefully. did you see what the Newcastle fans are doing no so uh, <laughs> this is fucking brilliant so it's called the 80, 1892 Trust. Mm. They have put a, a like a, a video out asking fans to donate money monthly to this little trust fund. And they're going to try and buy a percentage of Newcastle when Mike Ashley finally sells it so that they have a say in the club. I just feel like that's going to get shut down. Well, well, no, basically, if they raise enough money, then, yeah, they technically could... How much is enough money though? Well, obviously not looking to buy the club. They're just looking to buy a percentage where they could have a say in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if we get relegated and relegated and relegated, like Sunderland, then then by all means we could potentially buy the club because you know it's going to decrease in value. Mm -hmm. But have you put money towards this trust? I definitely haven't just yet. No. (laughs) Um, Alan Shearer's tweeted it out saying, "Great idea, I'm in." So fuck knows Mm. what's going to happen. Good, good stuff. So, yeah, who knows what's going to happen there? Probably nothing, but we'll keep an eye on it. One thing that we were both keeping an eagle eye on over the week, we've just had, is Champions League football. A lot of English teams in contention. Three in total. Is it three? No, two. Three. Chelsea, Man City, Oh, yeah, three. Cool, course, Liverpool. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, and first of all, Liverpool didn't get off to the greatest of starts. No. Nope. Losing 3-1 to Real Madrid. Viniscus Jr. with two goals. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my favourite thing that that game what a ball from Tony Cruz for oh, Vinicius delivery on that I did think that is it Phillips who was the defender I thought he could have done a lot better there yeah because it was in the air for about half an hour 
Either way, though, great ping. He takes it down and he smashes it past Alisson. Yeah, rocky performance from Liverpool. Um, I didn't. I was surprised Real Madrid beat them because obviously just off the back of a big win away to Arsenal, I thought they'd come up um, and maybe challenge them for a draw. Even nick a one nil or something. But yeah, Real Madrid just obviously Klopp blaming the um, the stadium. Um, obviously, yeah, it was full to the brim, full Bernabeu sellout. You know that must have really not helped. Honestly. No. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. I was like, he's definitely being sarcastic, isn't he? Well, he said it will help at Anfield because it's a proper stadium. You haven't won a game at Anfield this year. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not great, is it? But then it is Liverpool in the Champions League, so we'll uh, yeah, wait they've, and see. They've, you know, they've come back from a lot worse. Yeah. You know, we look at the Istanbul look against Barcelona in recent memory. Like mm. They can do it. If there's if the mm. team that's probably going to do it, it's them. Yeah, um, you're not wrong. It's just you're not wrong. whether... Yeah, whether they're going to have you know kind of the the power and the quality to do that. Mm. One team that were pushing for a draw um, was Dortmund. Really looked like they were going to get signed out this game against City. Um, City going up through De Bruyne, and then Jude Bellingham denied robbed. a goal. Very he was very robbed. He wasn't denied. He was robbed. Daylight yeah. robbery. That that ref. Well, like, why are you blowing your whistle, man? Like, just let the, yeah, let the game go on and wait for the ball to go out or obviously go in the back of the net. Then go from there. Um, obviously, the goal would have been given, but yeah, a bit of a sus performance. Even sus from the linesman asking for Haaland's uh, signature in the tunnel. Um, I don't really have a problem with it. I just thought it was very odd. Well, no, to be fair, it's come out, it actually came out today what that was about. So I did um, see I, that, but that yeah, I, I part of me is a bit like, oh... Nash- I can't remember what nationality he is. I can't remember what nationality he is, but basically he works for a charity in his hometown mm. that, you know, he tries to get autographs and auctions them off for charity mm. um, to, to help an autistic charity in his home country. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, it could be a cover-up. Who knows? But if not, it is a nice sentiment and kind of makes up yeah. for it a little bit. But yeah, Dortmund were very unfortunate because, you know, Phil Foden pops up and he was knocking on the door for a lot of the game, Phil Foden. Mm. He looked brilliant. Um, and you know, he's a class, class young player, and he looks yeah, brilliant. No, I and... think this result definitely sets up a, an interesting second leg. Obviously, it's only two one. They've got the away goal, so they can nick a one nil or anything that would knock them out. So I think that'd be uh, it's going to be an exciting week next week. Yeah, definitely, definitely right. So we um, go on to my lot. Yeah, go on then. Was you at home or away? Well, basically, how it's working with this game is both games are being played in Sevilla's ground. This game counted as the away game, though. So oh, okay, so this is you've got two away goals. Yeah, we got two away goals, which is lovely. Nice little two 0 win. We were absolutely battered all game, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had three or four shots. We the chances we had though. Obviously, we took the two goals. You got because you, you got to finish them at the end of the day, um, mm-hmm. but. Porto controlled the ball, played really well, had a lot of chances. They just couldn't really finish, finish it off. But um, no, Mapa, we uh, we've got a nice little two 0 lead. Can that will really set us up for the next leg where um, we will knock them out because um, their manager gave it the big and saying we eliminated Juventus, so we'll just go and eliminate Chelsea. So oh. I'm lucky. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't watch this game, so that's why I was a bit shocked when you said. Because obviously you see two 0 and you think, oh, like they must have eased past them. Mm. But I, I did catch the highlights, and it did show obviously the goals and great goal oh, from Mount and yeah, Chilwell. Great goal, and Chilwell to just take it past the keeper like that mm. and just slot it home. 
you know, yeah. great for I'm him, a big great fan composure. of Chilwell. I think, but I do like Alonso a lot as well. I don't like Alonso defensively at all, <laughs> but as um as a player out on the on the left hand side, I, I I do like his runs and his crosses, and he can score. Um, but yeah. I really I really do like Chilwell as well. Well, the reason why I wasn't watching that game is because I was too busy copping an eye at Bayern versus mm, PSG, and this game. game was fantastic. This was ob- this honestly was like a FIFA game. It was mm. so end to end, and it was one of those annoying FIFA games where you know if you're Bayern, you absolutely dominate the team. You have so many shots and dominate, but you just hit on the counter attack and the mm-hmm. pace of Mbappe, and you know that's exactly what they did. Neuer made some really great saves because. They but like PSG could have scored like five goals of Mbappe's counter attacks, but mm. Neuer just continues to keep saving them. But Bayern just couldn't find a way through in the end. Like they just it looked like they'd finally got it and they equalised two all and you're not brilliant. Well, they've actually managed it. But then out of nowhere, Mbappe just steps up again and just slots it past them. Man for the occasion it seems in this Champions League, especially away from home. Obviously we've seen what he did to Barcelona and now um this game had it all though, didn't it? it had Superstars, lots of goals, snow, um, yeah. mistakes from keepers. So, yeah, no, really good game. And it was sort of a shame because I really, really wanted to watch it. But obviously, I've got to watch my team. And, and that was got, the yeah. game that was uh, designated for the house. So, sorry, boys. <laughs> 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 my team's on. I've got to watch him. I've got to watch him. But no, um, definitely sets up a really good um, second leg as well. I think Bayern will be back. It depends on what the situation with Lewandowski and Nabry is because obviously yeah. they're both out with COVID. So whether by by next week they'll uh, they'll have quarantined or, or recovered in time. So that's um, yet to be seen. But no, definitely a good round of fixtures in the Champions League. Lots of goals and uh, lots of nice setups for the uh, for the second legs. Definitely. Um, one team that isn't in the Champions League, not yeah, they aren't in the Champions they League. Aren't, no. Barcelona. So Barcelona's player Antoine Griezmann. This is the final point we're talking about just before we go on to predicting this weekend's game because a bit of funny story that's come out from this week. So it's the eighth of April, twenty twenty-one. Antoine Griezmann has just celebrated the birth of his third child, and all three of his children have been born on the eighth of April. Consistency is key, mate. He loves the 15th of July. It's his favourite day of the year. <laughs> but, like, that's the perfect hat trick, mate. He's got three kids all on the same day. Like, never forget a birthday. No, literally. Oh, can you imagine if he did, though? If he forgot one, oh, if he gets yeah. all of them. Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare, no. Couldn't have that. <laughs> that, is, that is mad, though. Like, imagine the chances. I don't know if it's just pure luck or, you know. Can't be. I, I mean, I'm no expert, but plant cesareans, anything like that. Who fucking knows? <laughs> but realistically, Having three children all born on the same day, I think one's 2016, one's 2019, and now 2021, I think I read. Mm. But that's, yeah, consistent. Shame he can't be as consistent for Barcelona, but Ooh. consistent in his own life. Right, so to wrap up the episode, as always, we do have the Super Six for this weekend. So the six games for this weekend is Man City, uh, Leeds, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Palace hosting Chelsea, West Ham, Leicester, Spurs, Manchester United, and then finally Brighton hosting Everton. So Manchester City leads Lewis. What are you saying? Never back the early game in a bet. 2 all. Ooh. 2 all. You reckon Leeds are going to take some points off City, yeah? I loved... Because was this the curtain raiser for the Premier League season? Oh, no, it was Liverpool. It wasn't Leeds, quite wasn't a it? curtain raiser, but, but it, was, it was very it was, early on. Yeah, very early on. And it was a fantastic game. It was such mm. a, such a good game. And... You know, Leeds have dipped a little bit, but they are kind of coming back into their form. They've won their couple of games recently. They beat Sheffield United at the weekend. 
Calvin Phillips looks fantastic. Rafinha still looks good. Patrick Bamford still netting. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be 2 all. Um, which, you know, it's not often you see City concede, but it's the early game, mate. I never trust it mm. these days. Yeah, no, fair play, fair play. Well, I'm going to say Manchester City are going to beat Leeds. It'll be close, but I reckon they'll beat them 2-1. Nice, OK. Next up, Liverpool versus Villa. Now, will we be seeing a recreation of 7-2? Ooh, I forgot about this. 7-2, what a game that was. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the rematch. Um, I think Villa are going to walk away with all three points. Do you? Won't oh. quite be 7-2, but I think Liverpool will rest players because obviously they'll have their game coming up against Real Madrid, which they got to win, and they have, they've got to at least score two. So I'm saying 2-1 Aston Villa. I've gone 2-1 Liverpool. Okay, so we're both saying 2-1, but vice versa. All right, cool, yeah. cool. I was very close to a one all, but I feel like I don't give Liverpool enough credit and, you know, they did really play well against Arsenal. Yes. Yeah, but Liverpool, the new Everton, they're at home. Look what happens to them. Well, they're both in the same bloody te- uh, city, so why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liverpool, they yeah. are the new Everton. Okay, right. <laughs> well, your boys are up next. Palace versus Chelsea. What are you saying? I think this will be a tough game for us. I think same... I think, well... I'd say we rest in players for the game, but then we've got a 2-0 lead and we've got so much depth, but I've just got a feeling after... We have this is a must win game. We should be beating Palace. I think it's gonna be close though. I'm just gonna say we're gonna win one nil. I think three one Chelsea. Okay, I like that. I'd, I'd love I'd love a little three one, but I think it'll be a bit scrappy and we'll just pinch it off a penalty or something. Could be wrong. Hope to be wrong. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, best team in the world, West Ham um, at home to Leicester. Um, as always, you know West Ham are gonna win. So two one West Ham. Two all. No, you're wrong. No, James, James, that, James, James Madison's back. <laughs> I don't care. West Ham. Shame, West shame, Ham, shame. Harvey Barnes isn't back yet, but I'd love, I'd love it. I, well, to be fair, these two teams are what third and fourth. Yeah, yeah, or or second and fourth or whatever. But yeah, I'd love a draw. I'll take a draw. Yeah, draw would be great. I, I think I, I generally think two all. West Ham, Leicester, two all. Be a great game. Okay. Uh, my Sunday is actually going to be sick in terms of football because I got mm. well. I say that it could start off very poor because it's Burnley uh, Newcastle at like twelve o'clock. So yeah. I mean, if we lose that, then I'm literally turning football off for the rest of the day, and I will, I will probably hibernate. But if we <laughs> win that, then all I got to do for the rest of the day is just enjoy West Ham Leicester. And yeah, then that's the next what, that was game, my thought process last weekend. You know, 12 o'clock, 12.30 kick-off Chelsea. Easy win against West Brom. Set up the Saturday night. I can just chill, watch the other games. Oh, it's fucking woeful, mate. <laughs> Shit weekend. Wish it never happened. Uh, well, hopefully I don't have the same feeling as you. But after the West Ham-Leicester game, you have got a big clash. Jose Mourinho versus his old team. Spurs versus mm-hmm. Man United. And I think Man United are too good away and they will win 2-0. I'm saying the same, but two one. Oh, okay. I, I think don't, I, too I, good away. They'll be back after you know Spurs battered them six one. Oh, I just realised it's the reverse fixtures of that game week. So like when Liverpool lost seven two, Spurs smashed Man U six one away. Was that the same weekend? Yeah, it was because everyone oh, was shit. laughing at United. All the Liverpool fans were laughing at United because they were the game before or earlier. <laughs> oh, and, and then, then and like, then Liverpool played Villa and got smashed. Oh my god. I actually remember that that game because it was the the late night like eight pm kickoff. Yeah, it was and the I last was, game, and I I so nearly didn't watch it because I think like a couple of the boys texted me like Warzone, FIFA, whatever, and I was mm. like, no, I just, I, I'm just gonna watch it. 
Mm, and I'm yeah. so, so glad I did because that could have gone. I was on a, a Zoom call for like a project at uni and I'm there like, yeah, 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 that's fine. I'll get that done. I'm like, oh my God, it's seven. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the penultimate game of the weekend. I've gone 2-0, Ryan's gone 2-1. And in a final game, Monday night football, Everton featuring on Monday night again versus Brighton, two blue teams. Um, Brighton aren't very good at home. They've only won two league games at home and Everton are better away so I'm going 2-1 Everton you see I just had 2-1 Everton but I've decided to change it last minute I'm going to say one all. I think Brighton like you said need the points relegation yeah. Everton really not getting the points at home obviously better away but still I think they're out um, they're quite far out in terms of getting as close to top four as other teams are so I'm going to say one all. I will take one I'll be happy with that and Fulham yeah. have got Wolves on Friday night so I'm really Ooh, hoping did. Wolves do us a favour and beat them. Um, mm-hmm. Fulham have actually played a game more than us, so we do have a game in hand on them. Okay, but our, that's good. Do you want to do you want to hear the run-ins for Fulham and Newcastle? Go on. Right. So Newcastle's running. I can just tell you because I know it off off the top of my head. So we have got. <laughs> so we play Fulham on the last day of the season, which obviously is, is going to be tight. Like it's going to be going to be amazing. Yeah, Fulham last day of the season, but we in between that we've got <laughs> Leicester, West Ham, uh, City, and Liverpool. <laughs> but we have got to play Burnley as well, and uh, another lower league, like lower place team. I can't remember exactly who it is. Fulham Arsenal. have got Wolves, Arsenal, Chelsea, Burnley, Man United, Newcastle. Oh, it'd be that, interesting. Honestly, watch ne- watch neither of them go down. Watch like West Brom. No, West Brom are down. Like, watch Brighton go down. Mm, I quite. I don't mind Brighton. So, so this is us. Sorry. So we've got Burnley. And then we've got West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester City, and then Sheffield, mm. Fulham. So those nice. last two games could be so decisive for us because, you know, because we play Arsenal, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, then City. I don't see us getting points out of those games right now. You know, Callum Wilson comes back, Alan St. Maxman back, game changer. But I, I, I don't know. So those last two games against Sheffield United and Fulham could be so season-defining that I'm genuinely shitting myself. But Callum Wilson well, could be back. Hope, let's hope for a good, let's Ca- hope for a good running. Callum Wilson could be back for Burnley this weekend. So I, I haven't put it in Super Six, but I'm hoping we're going to win. <laughs> All right, okay. Right, and that rounds up the It's Football Day podcast, episode number twenty-seven. You know where to find us all by now. Social media at It's Football Day underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Constantly doing polls, etc. You know what we're about by now. Facebook at It's Football Day XI. Please check it out. Make sure you like. Interact with us on the page because, you know, football's a beautiful game. And we will see you next time.